Hello, friends, and welcome to Stimulant Plan. I'm Autumn Webb. And I'm Jordan Granger, and we are so happy you're here. Um, okay, I want to talk about something quickly, bef- something very serious, quickly before we get into the conversation. I was just scrolling TikTok before this, and I don't know if this is like a worldwide inside joke that I'm not in on, or if this is a real fucking thing. Have you seen hobby horsing? Like, do you know what it is? <laughs> it's oh. not kinky. <laughs> Wait, isn't that, isn't it the, the that's cringe video that we watched? No, it's not kinky. That, that is a whole different Was that thing. kinky? Okay. I mean, um, I think that's a sex thing. No, this is like <laughs> preteen girls running around a real horse arena on, with those like sticks with horse heads on them. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. And like doing jumps over the jumps <laughs> like, and like trotting and there's like shows and I there's shows I, it, it can't be real I like I truly don't understand if it's like oh I because I watch these videos and there's like a it's a performance like are all of uh-huh. these people just making these joke videos or is this really a fucking thing that like imagine your kid is like I want a hobby horse <laughs> that- <laughs> like, I have so many things to say on this. First, that is where that book that we read in our emotional intelligence class, Apple Falls Far From Tree, comes <laughs> into play because you can't control if your kid's going to be nothing like you. And everyone wants your kid, their kid to be like them, but better and cooler and more mm-hmm. fun and smarter. But like your kid might be weird and like socially awkward and a hobby horse. And if you can't accept that, then maybe you shouldn't have kids because you can't control who they're going to turn into. But I think that's my line. I think that would be my line. Like, I don't <laughs> care at all. Like, <laughs> like you be... can't be okay with your daughter hobby horsing. <laughs> like know. I'm literally fine with anything else in the whole world, but like fucking hobby horsing. Are you, it's so weird. I think that's my line. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. I don't, I don't think it's a joke, unfortunately. I think it's real and I think we should see if we could sign up for one not actually do it but like get tickets see make sure it's real like go on the inside <laughs> but it kind of it reminds me of when we were binge watching that's cringe videos and yes for anyone that doesn't know it's like Cody Co series on YouTube and it's really funny you should watch it but the one of the horse thing that gives the same vibe they were there was men that was weird and kinky old men half naked dressed up like horses doing jumps which was yeah bizarre but it also like on a different note but similar the gt daves the kombucha that mm-hmm. felt like this can't be real like he can't look like that he can't yeah. his house can't be like that. he looks like a this cyborg has to be fake and yesterday i was drinking gt daves kombucha and i was like reading the label and i was like i i can't put gt dave's face and this like they can't match it's like on love is blind people are like it's really weird putting like the, yeah. the voice to the body i'm like putting gt dave's face to <laughs> gt dave's kombucha i can't do it separate them separate uh-huh. the artist from the art <laughs> <laughs> another thing and that that's I, what you could do about. with your daughter who hobby horses separate the artist from the art <laughs> It's not art. It's not art. It's horrifying. <laughs> I yeah. I that would be my line. 
<laughs> that would be the final straw for me. That'd be it. <laughs> no, but I just saw a TikTok. The one that triggered me was this girl was like, oh, what fuck? What's a song that's trending right now about like, about like, oh, I, I can't remember. But it's like basically about like looking back and being like, oh, I miss you so much. And she was talking yeah. about how she quit hobby horsing because she got bullied out of it. And then she's like, but I miss it so much. And I was like, like it's that has to be good. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know. And that's what, and I, I don't know, maybe it's because I watched them all so many times through because I'm like, where's the joke? Like, where's the punchline? <laughs> so now I'm like on hobby horse TikTok. <laughs> Oh my god, I need to re-download TikTok and just look up hobby horsing. I've been taking uh, a break for a minute. I need to take a break. I've been taking the opposite of a break because I was sick last week. And so, so you've been in. I've you've been, been zoned in. in. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Whatever. This is good. I'll zone in and then we're cutting it off. Mm-hmm. No phones during our retreat. So I'm preparing. I know. I'm super excited. Oh, I wanted to tell you one other funny story too. I wrote this down in my notes so I could tell you. It might not be as funny now when I retell it, but I was like, I have to tell Jordan this. So I was driving the other day and this person almost swerved into me like fully. And I was like, what the fuck? And I pull up next to them and I was like, giving them the stank face because like they almost killed me. <laughs> and I look over, it's this man, this boy hitting a bong while he's <laughs> driving. <laughs> like a full big ball like driving with his knees I was like what the fuck like I was not expecting it was like shock because I was that's another this can't be real this can't be real moment I yeah my jaw I was at first I was so angry that he almost hit me but then the shock of seeing him hitting the ball I was like that's hilarious. Like, I can't, I can't believe I was alone for this. Like, I wish that someone was also here with me to witness this. And then I wrote in my notes, I was like, have to tell Jordan's story of person <laughs> almost hitting me while hitting the ball. I always make like Siri notes in my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're like, Siri, make note, tell Jordan about bong guy car accident. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh my God. That is so funny. I can not imagine that. Like, again this like, can't I know be fucking people real. smoke and drive but like we are past the age of needing to hit a bong while you're driving but, like the like, act of smoking and driving like be high and drive don't be high well, and drive don't be under the influence and drive <laughs> first of all <laughs> but like again that would feel a little bit more normal than hitting especially a bong like jordan's whatever, gonna get like, arrested after this maybe? like what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, one, a joint. Two, there's like vapes that have yeah. weed in them. Like, Good point. Also a pipe. <laughs> like you don't you need want. an open flame. <laughs> like, also a pipe would be better than a bong. Like this bong was big. I was like, wow, okay. That's how we're doing it. Like, <laughs> Wait, I have another funny related story. So the other day I did a like, adorable partnership at the Seattle Aquarium with Xbox. And mm-hmm. me and like my coworkers, it's fun because it's the it's the team that runs the like Xbox Twitch account. And so most of them are like young because they're just mm-hmm. like really into Twitch. And so it was like fun. We went and got brunch after. And then we were walking around because the aquarium is right by Pike Place. So we were like walking down by Pike Place and my friend like has something fall on their head. And we thought a bird shit on them, but we <laughs> look up and somebody was ashing their bong out. The- <laughs> <laughs> 
And he literally just like ashed their bong on my coworker's head. <laughs> we were just like, oh my God. <laughs> also like how fucking rude. Like, can't you just like put it in a bowl? Like, do you have to put it over the public walkway in Pike Place? It, a at, lot like, of people. It was probably 9.30 in the morning. Like it was like Wake uh, over, <laughs> over Pike Place Market. Like uh-huh. what the hell? People are crazy. Um one more funny story that will lead <laughs> to our topic because this is about me and Sean. So this is more on our topic. Um, so this is like so embarrassing for me and we might have to erase this from the story. We might not even keep this in context. <laughs> so, Sleep on it. <laughs> yeah, we can we can think marinate on how this story comes across. So we went to the jacuzzi on like Monday night, I think. Monday night this week. And I was just like floating in the jacuzzi, like, you know, it just is so relaxing, like just like meditating. And then I started like going underwater and doing that, letting myself like float at the surface. Like we're like in his like a public apartment, like luxury apartment uh, <laughs> in San Diego. And then I was like, oh, I want to, I kept like bobbing up to the top. So I wanted to anchor myself down. So I like held on to Sean's like ankles, but then I was holding onto his knees and I was bobbing up and down, like, a, <laughs> like above him. <laughs> and he, he squeezed my arm so fucking hard. I <laughs> shot up and I was like, ow like why would you ever touch me like that <laughs> I was like why would you ever do that to me like that is so like abuse there was <laughs> like, like it's for your own good there was also um 10 high schoolers in <laughs> no and so I didn't know that anything looked weird I didn't I had no idea still I was just like what the fuck and he's like you know I think we should go home and I was like you're being so rude like such a dick right now and then he like got me a towel and I got out and I was like oh I'm like pouting as we're walking <laughs> away and he's like Autumn literally it looked like you were sucking my dick and all of those kids were laughing at you they were all laughing and it was really embarrassing and so we had to go <laughs> oh that is so embarrassing but so funny and oh my god I- I was still mad at him for a little bit after. I was like, I was more so like, wow, that's so embarrassing that that happened to me. You're like targeting your embarrassment as as like rage at him. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, this could be funny like in a little bit, but it's not funny right now. And I was like, and you know what? You made it look worse actually, because then we left immediately because we had to what, finish at home. Or like, like, because you got caught. Yeah, but you, if you could have just let me keep floating around like a dead person in the jacuzzi, then like just detached your arms and like sent you on your way. <laughs> like, yeah. like a little kelp. He's like, I tried to move, but then you followed me. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Uh-huh. That is so funny. Yeah. So, wow. Now, Good. Like now these high schoolers are like always gonna like I'm just embarrassed to go back. They probably think you're cool. In public doing that at the jacuzzi with people in it, like that is awful. Were awful. there other people in the literal jacuzzi? Yes. Oh my god. Like the kids were literally in the jacuzzi. 
It's also, a really like that age of kids is so scary. Yeah, they're so mean. <laughs> and I just felt so oh bullied. I was like, no, you're going to grow up and realize that you just want to float in a zero sensory chamber <laughs> and meditate. I'm not trying to do anything sexual and shame on you for making it sexual because I was just here floating, being like a little kid playing in the water. And you guys made it sexual and you ruined it for me. <laughs> ruined it for everyone. Now I can't float in the jacuzzi anymore. Oh, my God that is really funny um I guess that's sort of a tie-in to our topic for today <laughs> so today we're gonna talk about living with your partner uh I feel like this is a good topic for people our age a lot of people mm-hmm. are like on the verge of moving in together or have already been living together and it's funny because as I was coming down here to record I was like make sure you close the door because I'm gonna game with my friends <laughs> and I was like that is a perfect story about what it's like to live with your fucking partner like <laughs> Like, how could I, like, how, that's, like, just such a turnoff, like, men know, gaming. Like, you gave me the egg. It's, it's really, really disgusting. But I, I used to have, I think I deleted it because I cleaned up my notes, which is honestly so dumb of me. I don't know why I did that because they were so funny. And now it's, like, mm-hmm. trending to post your notes. And I was thinking we should post our notes, but I cleaned mine up. Um, But I did have a, a list of notes that were dumb things that they said while, while they're gaming. playing video games. Yeah, and like one of them was like, oh, oh, Spidey over here, Spidey over here. And I was like, what the fuck? And so Danny and I, and he always plays with Hunter. And so Danny would send me her side that she was hearing. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a good little anecdote of what it's like <laughs> to live with your partner. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I think this is just an honesty hour, like chat through it. I think this is an important thing to talk about because I feel like I'm going to sound like a pessimist in a lot of this conversation. <laughs> But I also have had multiple people come up to me and be like, why didn't you tell me that it was hard to move in with your partner? Like, why weren't you as honest? And it's not like I wasn't honest, but they're like, why didn't you straight up tell me? And so this is my, I'm straight up telling you all, if it's difficult, I fucking told you, I warned you. So this is it. I'm going to just defer people to this episode when people (laughs) ask me about it. (laughs) You're like at a like a party or something like oh listen to my episode I don't want to talk about this yeah I'm sorry I've already it. said it all <laughs> um and I will say like now Kai and I've been living together for three years which is absurd like shocking what mm-hmm. the fuck that means we haven't been in college for three years which is also disgusting horrifying it's just our um, anniversary ugh, just so gross mm-hmm. um so now it's great I love living with him it's so fun but the beginning was really hard and I think for Kai and I it was a very kind of there was a couple things that made it really hard the first thing was Kai and I are fundamentally different people like (laughs) deep down to our core we are simply not the same person and like I am messy and he is extremely clean I wanted to stay. I mean, this was before, like I wanted to stay up late. I wanted to drink. He wanted to be home. He's a homebody. He doesn't like people in his space. I was always inviting people over. Like, so I literally in all ways we clashed, which was really difficult, obviously living together. Um, And so I think what has kind of fixed that obviously is like, I'm not drinking the way that I used to be drinking and that changed things drastically. And then the other thing that kind of made it more difficult, he just like, side note, peeked we have glass windows on our bedroom and he just peeked in with both hands like just peeked in i don't know i don't know if he's eavesdropping but anyway i don't care he can hear this he's got the other glass <laughs> like a little cup uh-huh. <laughs> like listening um, but the other thing that made it weird for us was 
we really moved in together because it made sense and it wasn't like a romantic decision or like this makes this is like the next step in our relationship like we're moving forward like mm-hmm. we were just like I don't know it's we both wanted to <laughs> the other option we were he was moving to Seattle and we were both looking at one bedroom apartments in Seattle and we were like this is the dumbest fucking thing ever we're gonna spend so much money rent is not cheap to not live together and be together all the time like what are we doing so it just made sense like we were like no this is dumb like let's move in together neither of us want to live with roommates we're both moving to the same city like we are both getting new apartments there's no reason we shouldn't be living together and I think those two things combined just like made it kind of hard because for a while there just felt like oh this is just like default like it wasn't like this is exciting and cute and like it was like there were moments where it was and I'm definitely like looking back on it with a more pessimistic view because things are so good now Mm-hmm. But I would say those two things kind of made it really hard in the beginning. Um, and so I think like that's a big, I, I don't think those are like warnings really. They're just like things to look out for. Like I was thinking it made us both the fact it it highlighted our differences. And so we worked through a lot of problems that like we wouldn't have necessarily worked through otherwise. Like we mm-hmm. became obviously much stronger as a couple. So there were good things about it too. Yeah, I think there's like a stat that, couples that move in together before they're married not to say this put this on you and Kai not that's not what I'm trying to do couples moving at, move in together before they're married have like a much higher likelihood of divorce but I think there's not saying that's going to happen to you and Kai but I am <laughs> saying I think that's just because um couples that like when you get married after living together for so long a lot of couples expect like life to be different but then you get married and you're like life is still the same like we're just doing it together like there's no big change and Mm -hmm. also like moving it is just a such a difficult transition that like I don't know it's so it makes it easier if like you're like okay we got married now we're buying a house together and like now we're gonna Mm -hmm. fight through it because we're kind of like tied we kind of have to marry all these problems yeah yeah well and I think I don't know like that also to your point the thought of like get it like especially an engagement is not daunting to me in any way like I feel like some of our friends like oh I'm like not quite ready for it yet which is fine but for me I'm like I it's literally would fucking change nothing like it, yeah. a wedding would like change very little a marriage would change very little and I think yeah like it it's a big step moving in together and a lot of people kind of don't think of it that way because it doesn't feel it feels like really easy especially if you're doing it the way that Kai and I did it which was like Mm -hmm. casual by default and so it wasn't like oh we're buying a house together and like moving in we're like this just makes sense so let's do it Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it changes the way it just it really fundamentally changes the way your relationship dynamic is too because I feel like for a long time like I just was reading this stat it's kind of a little bit off topic but it was talking about third places and how people have less and less third places and people are even having less and less second places because they're not working but like your third place is like you have your home you have your school or job and then you have your community activity and they're like Mm -hmm. the third place is disappearing but it kind of feels like that same dynamic when you move in with your partner because your partner was you had your roommates you had your friends and then you had your partner. And then all of a sudden your roommate and your friends and your partner are the same fucking thing. And so you're like, oh my God, you are everything 
that's annoying me. You're everything I love. Like you are everything right now. And it's a lot to deal with. So I think that is another thing that's hard to handle. Like, you know, when we had roommate fights in college, I would leave not like big one, but you know, if I was like, Oh, I'm sick of like being around 10 girls all the time, I could leave and go Mm -hmm. see Kai and have a different dynamic. And then I could come back and have like a new change of pace with my roommates and like go see friends. And so now it's like, Oh, my roommate is my boyfriend who's here all the time. And also like, even if my friends come over, he's here. Like, it's like, this is everything now all the time. Mm -hmm. Do um, you ever feel like, because I'm sure it's, it's obviously people want like alone time. And that's obviously also harder to get alone time when you live with someone. Do you ever feel guilty for wanting alone time? or like enjoy hanging out by yourself if enjoying him being gone for the weekend like does that make you feel guilty ever uh no I don't I think maybe it used to not anymore and he and I I mean like I said like the benefit of this is that (laughs) you just work through all this shit pretty early on like you have to get through it and so eventually like I had to say like I need more space than this and luckily he doesn't work from home and I do and so that's a time when I like, if he's going into the office all week, I don't really need alone time. Like that's more than enough space, but like right now we've both been sick. And so we both kind of just been like stuck inside together. And like when the ice storm happened, we were stuck inside together and you can just, I can just tell like tensions get higher. Like we're just bickering over stupid shit all the time. Like uh-huh. you moved the thing that I had in the fridge and like, that's fucking <laughs> annoying. Cause I'm so fed up with you. And like, why did you eat the last baby bell cheese? That's so irritating. I've been thinking about that all day. Like, and so I think it becomes really apparent to both of us that we need space and it's much better for our relationship if we get that space. And so it's not, I don't know. I don't really feel guilty, mm-hmm. but I think similarly, like a thing that was maybe a little like you do feel a little guilty about is the roommate phenomenon, which like I've seen people talk about on TikTok, which is kind of what I was talking about, but like a little bit different view of it. Like your partner becomes your roommate and then like you guys are just roommates and it kind of after a little bit gets like unromantic and you're just like cohabitating and like friend zoning each other and not, I don't know. It's like, you're not as, there's no distance. And so there's no like excitement and like missing each other and like tension that kind of like releases, you know? (laughs) And so I think that is another thing is like all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, we're just like roommates and we're like cohabitating and that's the extent of our relationship. And so I think that's another thing to like keep your eye out for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's two like sides of that too, because sometimes I feel like I don't live with Sean, obviously, but sometimes we have nights where we're just like, it it feels friendly in the way that like he's like hi and we're just laying there and like giggling and making jokes but it's and it's there's like no sexual tension or underlying anything it's like wow we really are also just just best friends also Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're like laying here in the bed like not touching like watching a movie like keeping to ourselves (laughs) and I'm like that's kind of like, I don't know if I, it kind of feels weird sometimes and I'm kind of like, but it's also comforting. And so there is mm-hmm. two sides of it where like part of that is so like amazing to have constant companionship. And the other half is like this boundary of like, no, but we're also like in love and more than just regular friends. Like there is, how yeah. do you differentiate like that? We also are more than just friends, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, 
<laughs> yeah. And I think like, I, I forget where I saw this and I think it's, I feel like it's something famous or it's like something my You're parents, up. friends call, told me like, it's mm-hmm. like, it, it's advice that maybe is really well known or I heard it from someone I really like, but <laughs> they were like the key to marriage is to continue dating. And I think that is similar to like living together. Like you have to keep approaching it as like we're dating. Like we need to go on dates on the weekend. We need to do things that get us out of like sitting high two feet apart from each other watching a stupid (laughs) show like every single night for many, many nights. (laughs) For the rest of our life. (laughs) (laughs) For the rest of time. (laughs) And so that when Kai and I were like struggling more through it and like bickering more because we just were in this weird roommate phase. We started going on a lot more dates and it like really did change things. Like just being, he would call me and be like, get ready. I'm picking you up in 15. We're going like, I'm taking you somewhere surprising. Like just doing cute things like that. It was almost like we were courting each other again. Like that sort of phase of our relationship, which is fun because it like brought the butterflies back. It like, it like breathes new life into the relationship. So I think that's something you can just do from the get go and like really avoid some of the issues that I ran into but um yeah I think that like act of continually thinking like how are we dating how are we being like okay we've had all this friendship even if we're not fighting like even if we're doing really well have we done anything romantic all week have we like Mm -hmm. nurtured our relationship on like a on like a romantic like love deeper connection level or are we just like being really great friends all week long Mm -hmm. um So yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. And like another thing that I think is an issue that happens is what I was saying earlier, like they're kind of your everything. And so you dump everything on them all the time. And I think that that, like we've talked about this a lot. It's something that just happens in relationships anyway, because they're kind of your safe person. Like Mm -hmm. I can just trauma dump on you because I feel safe and I'm finally feel safe. So like, here's everything that I felt unsafe about all day long, but it's more accessible because they're like your partner. And so I think when you're going and they're in your space, they're like in your safe space. So when you're going through harder times, it's harder to like be a good partner to your partner. Cause you're like, you're, you're the, in the place that I would relieve tension. You're the person I would relieve tension with. So I'm going to dump on you on everything. And like, I think that's another sticky situation that living with your partner can happen yeah I think it's tough too to like navigate that boundary specifically for me sometimes because I'm also like but I want you to know everything that I'm like feeling and going through and so but like knowing when you know what maybe I've been telling them I'm going through a hard time for like five days now like maybe I should just keep it to myself today or like mm-hmm. you know my coworker annoying me like really isn't necessary for like it's not going to benefit him right now and like he's feeling overwhelmed so maybe I should keep it to myself yeah. but that is so hard sometimes because I'm like but I want to tell them everything that's going on in my day I want them to be in on it and like no mm-hmm. but also like maybe it's better to just call a friend sometimes and bitch about it to your friend and not always have your partner be the first person you go to when something bad or annoying or irritating is happening for you. Or like going to them in the moment. Like I feel like that's something that you and I could probably do better (laughs) is like not like I, I obviously like want to go to Kai when I'm mad and like dump Mm -hmm. my anger on him. 
But it's like, maybe I just wait a little bit, calm down and be like, oh my God, this thing happened today that was like irritating. Let me tell you about it. But like, but my emotion- cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving off like angry energy. I'm not going to like mm-hmm. snap at you if you don't respond the pretend way that I made up that's right in my brain. And like, I think that's another, and again, like that's why living together is hard because you're like, I'm angry right now and you're here. So like, I'm angry at you. <laughs> like There's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> and so- yeah, I don't know. But those are all my downers. I feel like that's like a big downer of all of the things. I will say that I think that it can absolutely work out for people. And like, I love living with Kai so much. I think it developed our relationship so much in like an amazing way that I'm so much more confident in it. I It helped my relationship anxiety a lot. It like forces you. I mean, things like I said, like our lifestyle differences, like we were going to have to confront that at some time or another. And it just makes it all come to the surface and like you come out of it a better person. And so like that was never going to change. Like I am messy and he is extremely clean. Like that was going to be something that was problematic in our relationship at some point. We just had to like deal with it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, so many relationship therapists always talk about how like the hardest part about a relationship is the fact that it's coming to terms with the fact that the person you're with is not you. <laughs> And they are other and they see the world in a different way and different Mm -hmm. things hurt their feelings and other things don't hurt their feelings. Like just coming to terms with the fact that they are different in the beginning, it's like exciting. And then it starts to like irritate you, but then it serves as like a mirror to you. So living, Mm -hmm. I think exacerbates these things, but yeah, Yeah. that would have always, even if you didn't live together, say some couples now are like never living together and they always have that space because they want that. Um, it's not like super common, but it's a thing. I feel like yeah. now like the nuclear family is like dissolving and people are evolving every way of to have a couple or it's happening in the world. So some yeah. couples, some married couples aren't living together, which is fine. But like, I also just totally forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about like how other, like people are like other. Oh, even if they're not living together, your partner is still other. Like you're yeah. still going to have that. It may, it may not be in year one, but it's going to come up, you know? Yeah. And I think, also, I think you saying, I mean, first of all, this is honesty hour. So it's important to be real <laughs> about the things. <laughs> and second of all, I mean, I feel like we're also coming out here with like good tips. Like I think a good tip, I took some notes on what I was getting from the overall tips of the conversation <laughs> to have some guidance and structure for us. Yep. So I was thinking one, if this is possible for you financially, make it a conscious choice to move in together. Like this is mm-hmm. the next step for us. And we know it's probably going to be, there's going to be challenges that come up, but like, this is the next step. I think that could alleviate some of the pressures and annoyances that you and Kai had had in the beginning, but that still would have been mm-hmm. there regardless, ultimately. Um, two, it's, there's going to be hard challenges, but also relationships present challenges yeah. always like, People don't like to t- people don't talk about it enough, like in terms of relationship problems, just because society has like put this romantic relationship on like this highest pedestal where like you're only a complete happy person if you're like in a partnership and like mm-hmm. you're a failure if you don't have that. And you're a failure if what you do have isn't what everyone else thinks is right. And yeah. so I think it's important that we're talking about annoyances or grievances or problems with relationships. Mm-hmm. Three, communicating boundaries, but that's also just 
also going to happen in a relationship. You have to communicate boundaries properly and like navigate yeah. hardship for always keep dating, which I think is easier said than done sometimes, especially like when working full time and like, like, I don't know, life just gets routine sometimes. And so it's mm-hmm. hard to bring the newness and the excitingness. But that also goes back to what me and you talk about a lot too, where it's like taking accountability for for on your end too it's easy especially as like the girl in the relationship to be like he never plans dates for me like he doesn't bring me roses like he's not doing anything to make me feel special but then it's like okay are you like buying him a new video game that he likes like are you surprising him are you planning dates for him like are you doing anything to also Mm -hmm. keep that energy there because there's so much that you can bring to the table in that way and if you put your hand out then they'll probably meet you in the middle with that same energy too when like are you speaking to them in in Mm -hmm. their language I feel like that's a big part of it too like I'm like I want flowers like if I got Kai flowers he'd be like what the fuck like I literally don't (laughs) care it's like he's an acts of service guy like through and through (laughs) so like when I'm like oh babe like I cleaned up the entire bathroom because I know it's been stressing you out like that's how he sees love and then like usually there's like reciprocal things that I benefit from and like my like love languages and so yeah I think I think to your point like all of these things are just relationship things that happen but it kind of puts your relationship in like a pressure cooker and so the cracks start to show and you just have to figure out how to fix them which is hard but it's also like I said like Kai and I are so much I literally don't even like recognize who we were when we like dated in college I'm like we were just like idiots like I'm like so I was like a horrible girl like we just like we're idiots and I think it's really amazing and awesome and like like I said gives me so much confidence in our relationship now because I'm like we have gone through this cool thing together and like we wanted to do it together and we did it and like it's great and it's just shown like we also like have dogs and like it's like we just we just have done so much together that it it is so it's a positive experience but I would say like personally I don't think I could ever marry someone without living with them because it I feel like it's a make or break a really great make or break opportunity where you don't have to get a divorce (laughs) like figure out if it works well because if it doesn't like if there were fundamental differences between Kai and I that we couldn't figure out that would be a great indicator that like this is gonna be an issue for the rest of our life and we don't want to deal with that Mm -hmm. and like as shitty as that would have had like to come to that conclusion I would have rather come to that conclusion living together than being married with children. <laughs> like, it's like much better. Yeah. Um. Also to your financial means point, I will double down on that one and say, if you have the financial means, get a two bedroom apartment. <laughs> oh Don't get a no. one bedroom apartment, get a two bedroom apartment. I know that's going to be like me and Sean are going to move in together next year. Probably. Well, not probably. Mm-hmm. We are going to move in together next year. And so that's what I'm trying to manifest, like just the perfect two bedroom somewhere in like Bird Rock, like North PB or South La Jolla for somehow affordable for us. I don't know, but that's what I'm manifesting. I'm going to make it happen. Um, yeah, I'm somehow trying to figure that out, but I was going, I had a point to say my brain, I'm just really tired today. So my brain's kind of forgetting things, but that's fine. Oh, I was going to say, so 
it's funny that I'm glad that you say that you look back on the first few years of relationship and you're like what the fuck was that like I was awful and we were awful like this is weird like Mm -hmm. because I feel that way but like the Gottman Institute always talks about how it's important to look back on your like beginning phase with like cheery like happiness but I'm like I don't know we were I was kind of like crazy and like he was kind of avoidant (laughs) and like we were kind of literal children and we've grown up together and so I look back on that phase as like it's like cringy yeah I cringe (laughs) it's like cringy I cringe when I think about it honestly and now I'm like we're just like not the same couple or same people at all and so Sometimes I feel like it's hard for me to look back from the beginning. I'm like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> like, oh, and also, like, it's, it makes sense that they're like, look back on it with like loving eyes because you're also like blinded by oxytocin the entire time. <laughs> so, like, you're just like literally high on love the entire time. So, you have to look back on it with that mindset because it is weird. You're like, this is embarrassing. Oh my God. Like, I was such a brat and like, so entitled and just like all of those, all of these things that I'm like wow he's an immature party boy and I was like a spoiled brat like what <laughs> I'm like whoa uh, like, but the we good thing is like you should not be through. here but somehow <laughs> we developed communication skills yeah to make it here which is make which it. that I'm like oh I am proud of us for that like I'm proud that mm. those two people are here but yeah. I'm like oh those two people kind of sucked <laughs> Well, you know, isn't it tinks that's like if you don't cringe at your old self, you're not growing. Like like it's like mm-hmm. if you don't cringe at your old self, that's a red flag that you're like stuck in the same place. So good thing that we cringe at <laughs> our old relationships because it is embarrassing. And like it's also, but like I said, it's like crazy because it's also the time that I was like the most obsessed and confident with my relationship like I was so obsessed with my relationship and I look back and I'm like what the fuck was I like <laughs> with uh you were like fr- so fragile like walking on glass back then girl like <laughs> yeah. why are we like I- I'm shook where was the confidence what <laughs> <laughs> this blind confidence well I, know, I, was- I have journal entries from like month like three of dating like I know we're going to be together forever and ever. I love him so much. I can't believe that anyone ever breaks up. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) And I read that. I just read it in such, like, childhood, like, like a childish girl voice. I'm like, gosh, like, how naive to just think that it would, like, that things were so easy and perfect and amazing because, like, they're better now but like better different yeah. and better yeah. like reality better based in reality <laughs> then I was like literally on drugs and now I'm like in the real world and happier which is good cool stable contrast. secure contrast, <laughs> consistent <laughs> what sometimes I feel like Danny and Hunter are like goals I'm like you guys did great a plus work for those that don't know my sister met her boyfriend or her husband in um high school when she was 15 and he was 17 and like I imagined how they feel looking back and like she was 15 like they literally have grown up together like like yeah. she couldn't drive when they started dating and like Hunter had braces <laughs> like, <laughs> isn't that so funny so I feel like you know, no matter what, like you're going to look back and just be like, oh my God, we were if, just such idiots. If Danny cringes on her beginning, then I feel like yeah. me and Sean have hope. If Danny feels the same way, then I, I feel know. good. <laughs> I know. 
I know that's how I feel with everything with her and Hunter. I'm like, you guys are literally perfect. So just just following, following along. Yeah. If you (laughs) say that you feel the same as me, then I will be there behind you. We're on the right path. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Um, but yeah, I think that that's the the summary. (laughs) It's really fun. It's great. But like, yeah, I think (laughs) you also might want to break up. We also, yeah, are really going to question everything all the time. No, not all the time, but you will. I think it's fun. I think it's really a great time. I think that there is going to be come to Jesus moments in every relationship continuing on forever. Well, and it's like, you know, we say this now and then we're going to have babies and look back on this episode and be like, shit was easy peasy. Like, like you said, like you're growing up with another human and you're different people. Like, Mm -hmm. like you said, like, I think that was the hardest thing for he and I to realize it burst your bubble of this like perfect specimen that is your exact match. And then you're like, oh my mm-hmm. God, we have things that aren't in common. Like you don't agree with me on them. Literally everything. <laughs> like, yeah, we have to like talk about it now and like deal with the fact that like you want different decor than I want. Oh, <laughs> like, God. I know. Yeah. Gosh. I was literally gonna say something again. Um Brain's not here today. Brain's in Italy is- already. <laughs> My brain's on vacation. <laughs> I love my brain that left. for us. My brain is on the plane. I'll catch up with her later. No, my brain's on the plane because then I'd be having anxiety. I'm literally, <laughs> I'm going to have a 6 a.m. mimosa at the airport tomorrow. So brain is on the beach in Capri. That's what you should think about when you have anxiety on the plane. Be like, I'm not even here right now. Like brain is on the beach. I'm in Capri. <laughs> I'm like I'm clenching the seats so hard that my like hands are bleeding. I'm like, I'm in Capri. I'm in Capri. I'm in Capri right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I know I'm like, I'm scaring everyone away. I don't think I'm scaring everyone away. I don't think but so. It is fun. I really loved it. And get a two bedroom apartment. That's really the, the summary. <laughs> and a two bath. I think sharing a bathroom with yeah. a man, like, Ew. Oh my god! I don't. And I share a tiny bath. Well, I'm. We're the opposite. And you have the I fat messy, and I have a fat mirror, and I have so many things, and we don't have any fucking space. And then he's always mad because I'm messy, but I'm like, we literally don't have space for all of my things. Like, I have to have overflow. I there's no mm-hmm. room in this bathroom, and so I for our next resident residency, I'm like, we're getting. There's a floor to ceiling cupboard in the bathroom, like two different sinks. We are having space because two different bathrooms. Yeah. I don't want to even share with you. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, Kai, you can go have your little, but the nice thing is he's clean. So that is a huge benefit of him. I just feel like keep something sexy. Like I don't need to. Yeah. We don't need to share bathrooms every day. Yeah, this keeping on the note, keeping things sexy. I'll share a funny story from um, a friend's relationship. (laughs) Sounds like it's mine now that I said it like that. (laughs) It's not. I'm going to out. It's from just like one of my friends. (laughs) Swear it's not me. Um, No, this is Camille. You can ask her. You can DM her. Um, One time she was taking a shot. This is like, I never want to have this level of lack of boundaries in a relationship basically she was taking a shower oh, you told me this and her boyfriend was pooping and <sighs> she said it smelled so bad then she started throwing up in the shower oh 
And I'm just like, I just don't want to ever be in the same space. Like, we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need to talk about it. I don't like talk. We like, you can go to the bathroom on your own and not share the stories with me and not share the space with me. We can keep it. We can pretend. Pretending is great. Pretending separate, separateness is very important. So that's a, (laughs) that's a good one to be separate on boundaries this is i don't want to talk about these things (laughs) (laughs) yeah like let's keep it sexy um but yeah anyway there's our little honesty hour uh i do want to give a little shout out to our listeners because we've had really cute growth every month and it makes autumn and i so freaking happy every month so thank you to every single person that listens and all of our new listeners because we have new listeners every month it is literally surreal so we love you all um if you love us back go review us because that's the best thing you can do for our pod and make sure you're downloading the episodes and follow us on socials feel free to dm us we kind of suck at social media but we will get back to you eventually um so yeah woohoo amazing woohoo